Welcome back. It is week two in the Big Brother house. Yep. So they've just done nominations um, and they're all sort of, we start uh, week two in like the the aftermath of nominations, I guess. Everyone's yes. just sort of like sinking in. A few of them are sulking a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I'll just give you like a quick uh, overview of what the main uh, things are happening that are happening in the house this week. We'll go into yep. more detail as we go. So they've got their weekly task, which is to keep the fire going for however many days the fire can't go mm-hmm. out outside, which sounds boring, but you know. <laughs> and then Big Brother must realize that the that weekly task is a little bit boring. So he, they also give them discussion points that they all have to participate in. Yep. For a few nights, then nothing like a little bit of forced discussion, yeah, forced conversation. And some of them are not good storytellers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will come to see. Yes. Um, then the third task that Big Brother's given them is they have to make like plaster casts of their face. Mm-hmm. And then the last uh, sort of big thing is that it's Shana's and Blair's birthday. So Big yes. Brother like lets them have a little party. So, We've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, there's episode. a lot going on that that is just like purely Big Brother just like throwing stuff at them. Um, yeah. And then obviously, yeah, there's like their own little... The stuff that they come up with to entertain themselves. I think Big Brother has to go hard at the start with forcing situations because people are still kind of dancing around each other yeah, and not really doing much. Yeah, the only one that's really like and sort of understands that, that they are entertainment like on TV is Andy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And she's really like, we have to be doing stuff. Otherwise, we're just like sitting around. What will mm-hmm. people be watching? Um, and yeah. she's really thrown by the fact that the three of them that are up for nominations, which is her, Sarah Marie, and Gordon, she thinks that mm-hmm. they're the most, like, entertaining, like... The biggest personalities. The biggest personalities. That are the ones that are, like, you know, rattling a few cages and getting people to do stuff instead of just, like, sit around and talk on the couch. Yeah, sunbake and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... We start the Monday show off with going over what happened on the weekend because there's yeah. no weekend daily shows. Uh, the weekends are basically just for specials. Yeah. It starts with Christina and Peter snuggling in bed and then it cuts to Shana and Lisa talking about Christina. Yeah. So I think there's two bedrooms. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought initially there was just one big bedroom, but there are actually two. So Peter and... I don't think they really... Um, made that clear enough that there was two bedrooms. Yeah. I think in the later seasons they do. They're like the pink bedroom and the blue bedroom and the round bedroom and the sharp bedroom, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, because I initially thought they were all just like shoved into one bedroom. And then, yeah, so it opens, this is Peter and Christina are like snuggling in bed. And then I thought they were in the same room and they were just like <laughs> trash talking them. Like... <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, they can't hear us. They could if they were in the same room. But they're not in the same room. They can't hear them. It's fine. Shana just goes in on Peter this episode also. Yes. Like, yes. she says um, he could charm the birds off the tree. Yeah. I don't know how many times. Lisa is telling Shana that she feels weird around Christina. 
And Shana's like, oh, why is it? I think it's because she's shy. And Lisa's like, she's not shy because she's hanging all over Peter and then jumping all over Blair. Yeah. And I got to say, Lisa has completely um, come out of her shell since the, in the first week of in the, house, in the house. And I would like her to go back in. Yeah. The Lisa that's like emerging, I'm not keen on it. It's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little bit. It seems like indirect competition with Christina mm-hmm. for no reason at all. And I think Christina's just oblivious to it, just like obviously because she's not really doing anything wrong. She's just living life in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I this- don't think that, I don't think Christina realizes that they are, that they do have this rivalry. Um, yeah. That is obviously in Lisa's head very apparent and possibly to some of the other women, like I think Shana as well. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, Peter and Blair have sort of emerged as the best looking in the house. I think that's, like, generally what the consensus is. And that Christina has both of their attention, which her and Blair, they keep saying there's, like, a love triangle, but her and Blair are never anything more than just, like, giggling together. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, I don't think that there's much there. And Lisa at one point says that she's upset because Christina wakes up and goes to the bathroom before saying good morning to her. Yeah. Which I found I thought was very weird. And then Shana's like, oh, she says good morning to me. Like, it's just like this one <laughs> isolated incident where Christina didn't say good morning as she walked past. And Lisa's like, this is, this is a crime. If you wake up, right, and you are busting for the toilet, it doesn't matter who is standing right there. There's in front of eleven me. people in the house. You would yeah. have to say good morning to you before you went to the bathroom. Oscar Isaac could be standing in the kitchen. If I need to empty my bladder, I'm not saying hello to him until I've done that. Like also, it doesn't matter who the fuck it is. Sometimes I get up in the morning to pee. I haven't decided yet if I'm actually going to properly wake up. Mm-hmm. So I will not acknowledge like anyone or anything on my way to and from the bathroom because I might be trying to stay half asleep so that I can get yes. back into bed and just drift off again. So it's like And the thing is Christina didn't even ignore her afterwards. Like Christina went to the toilet and then came back out. Lisa said herself, Christina went to the toilet, then came back out and said good morning. Yeah. So it's not even that she's not saying good morning to Lisa. Lisa's just upset that Christina went to the toilet before saying good morning to her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that was funny too. And then Lisa says like, you know, they're talking about how charming Peter is and stuff. And then Lisa's like, oh, his general knowledge is amazing. It's like, what <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I feel like we don't see a lot and I know they can't show us everything, but a lot of the housemates are like, oh, this person's so smart. We haven't seen it. Oh, this person's the funniest in the house. He's always making jokes. I haven't seen it. Like it's, it's bizarre yeah. to, to how much we don't see. Yeah. It's like, okay, sorry. If they're so funny, then how come it hasn't made it into any of the like day, like five days of edits of the Yeah. Of Cause the they are absolutely, um, scrambling for content I've got to say the first two weeks yeah you think they'd put everything in yeah I think that's definitely why they had to beef up the like with the mandatory discussions Mm -hmm. um this week so at the same time as Lisa and Shana having their lovely little uh discussion about Christina Christina gets up it's like 
almost 3 a.m. And then she goes and sits with Sarah-Marie in the lounge room and they have a really good conversation. Yeah, they really sort of get deep into the whole Christina and Peter thing and, like, how Christ- what Christina actually wants and how she's yeah. actually feeling. And Christina's worried that Pete is not genuine with his feelings for her or his actions surrounding her. And uh, Sarah-Marie is... is helping her feel better about it, being level-headed, discussing it with her. And it just, as I was watching that discussion, I all I could think was, fuck you, Gordon, because Sarah Marie has so much depth. She is so emotionally intelligent. Yeah, she had really, like, interesting points. And she was, like, reassuring Christina that if Peter wasn't genuine, like, why would mm-hmm. he be acting this way in the first week on television? Like, exactly. it just would not be... Like, what would his game be? Like, it exactly. would not be a good look for him at all. Yeah. And it's it just drives home that Christina's self-esteem is, like, through the fucking floor. Oh, yeah. And we'll get into that later in the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're always, like, they seem to be complaining about how, you know, Sarah Marie's, like, up all night and she sleeps in. And it's, like, it's just nice to be able to wake up at 3 a.m., and be able to have a discussion like that with someone. Yeah. Like, your 3 a.m. fears. I'm usually the friend that's still awake at 3 a.m. Um, and the friend that's not awake at, like, 11 a.m. Yeah. And you, if you're trying to contact <laughs> me before... If you're trying to contact me before midday, forget it. My phone is completely silenced. We make this joke all the time with you. It's that... It's like, yeah, call me anytime or message me anytime. I'll be there for you. And then it's, it's like, the screenshot of Do Not Disturb. <laughs> yeah. Like, my phone's uh, it's not on vibrate even. Like, it makes... It's just on silent. <laughs> yeah, Good just luck. contact me anytime. Contact me anytime. If it's an emergency, I'll be there for you. Don't worry about it. Um, but good luck getting through to me. I have to be physically <laughs> looking at the phone to know that it's ringing. You can contact me anytime, but I might not get back to you for about 12 hours. Yeah. So... They have that little discussion. Christina goes back to bed and then Peter jumps in bed with her and then he like gets back out and gets back into his own bed. And then that's where that little segment Yeah, I think ends. she I think she whispers something to him because they they've just had the conversation about how they're in each other's beds every night and she doesn't mm-hmm. know she doesn't really know where she stands. So um because she got out of his bed to go talk to Sarah Marie, then she goes back, yeah. gets into, back her into her bed, bed alone. He immediately, like as soon as he clocks that she's back in the room. He jumps yeah, into her bed. Straight away. Yeah, but he's only in there for a little bit before he hops back out again. So so she's good, good boundaries. So she's clearly said, not tonight, buddy. I'm not feeling it. I need some space. And he's straight away gone, yep, no worries, and gone back to his bed. Yeah. Which is good. Then we see the fallout of the nominations. We see yes. how everyone has has acted after the announcement of who is nominated. Yeah. Gordon's, like, straight into the diary room. Oh, immediately isolates himself. Yeah, he's not happy. Mm-mm. I think he's the most confused by his nomination. And yeah. Yeah. I think both the girls understand it. Sarah Marie's not bothered by it at all. No, she doesn't give a fuck. Andy's mostly bothered, I think, just because it's the three of them that are nominated. And it's, yeah. it's a loss to her no matter what happens. Yeah, exactly, because either she goes, Sarah Marie goes, who is her other, who's her partner in crime and makes it fun for her and for everyone else. Yeah. Or Gordon goes, and she's the one which we'll get into later, but she wants to have a little bit of a moment with. Yes, her sights are set on Gordon. 
Andy spends a lot of time saying that the house is going to be boring without one of them. And I think if all three of them left, she would be absolutely right. If it was yeah. like a double or a triple eviction straight up, she would be 100% right. Yeah, it would I be think, a huge loss. I think losing one isn't going to make too much of a difference, depending on who it is. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's not happy. And then I think like at one point it cuts to how they're all sort of coping with it. Sarah Marie and, and um, Andy are just hanging out still laughing and stuff and yeah gordon's just like having quiet time like he's like i just need a moment to myself he's in the pool yeah. on one of his blow-up dolphins just <laughs> his little oh just his little looking, blow-ups yeah just looking very like re- reflect i don't know whether yeah. i don't know what the word is my vocabulary is terrible he's just reflecting having on, a little float yeah like, he's the only guy in the world, but he's surrounded by, <laughs> like, the entire house is outside. How would you react if you were nominated, well, first week, I reckon? How would you I take think, that? I think, like, first week, it's not that big of a deal because mm-hmm. everyone's reasons were so, like, surface Trivial. level. Trivial. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, they were in there for seven days. How would you even know? Like... I can like I've had I've sort of met people and in the first few days or whatever of knowing them I've been like I don't think I'm gonna get along with this person and then they end up being like a really good friend because yeah I end up seeing all sides of their personality instead of just like the initial yeah yeah so I think first week it wouldn't it wouldn't bother it would still bother me because of who I am mm-hmm. as a person, but it wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the end of the world as it would be like, you know, a few weeks in. Yeah, I think it the first week a lot of people are like, Oh my god, I can't believe, you know, it would be so embarrassing to be sent home the first week. But I think that's the best week to get sent home just because you can at least say, Well, they don't know me yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And also, the first person to get voted out is always either, like, a person of colour, an mm-hmm. older woman, or mm-hmm. just, like, woman with apparent personality. Yes. And Andy ticked all three of those boxes. Gordon <laughs> doesn't. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> Marie, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right with that one. So you mentioned at the start of the episode that they have a new task to build yes. a fire. Yeah. So they have to have the fire burning for, it's like four days or something like that. 72 hours. 72 hours. Um, can't go out and then embers don't count. It has to be like a full on flame. Yes. You and have to see the flames. Two housemates have to be within eight feet of the fireplace at all times or they fail so if the fire Mm -hmm. goes out or there's no one near no one near the fire they fail and they're betting their food budget on it they decide to bet 75 percent of their food budget yeah so if they fail they'll get like 60 bucks or something and then Mm -hmm. if they win it's 400 and something i should have written down the exact number but if they win it's like desperately wants to know they can work (laughs) it out we are not mathematicians we are here for entertainment only exactly if they win, it's like $450 that they get for the week. And I think someone's like, think of how much booze that would be, like, if we yeah. if we bet 75 or 100%. So now, that's their main um, 
priority. Yeah, their main priority is their alcohol budget. I don't know about you. Um, personally, I don't drink at all. I haven't had anything to drink for like eight years. So I wouldn't – alcohol doesn't entice – well, it, look, it entices me, but I don't partake in it. That's have, the whole point of alcoholism is that it entices you. Yeah, I've, I've stopped drinking for a really good reason, um, and that is that my behaviour is just absolutely feral. Uh-huh. So – and also the meds I'm on is dangerous. But mainly, <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> mainly, my like, I'm just it's, uh, uh yeah, my I can't yeah. do that anymore. Just ab- like absolutely feral behavior. Yeah, <laughs> and especially on television. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't need that broadcast. It's bad enough just having the next day having the conversation with like my closest friends, and they're like, "Yeah, this yeah. is what you did." I'm like, no thanks. No. Yeah, I don't need that um, broadcast and then immortalized because if you think about it, it's like 20 years later and you and I are on YouTube watching the antics of these people. It doesn't go away. (laughs) It's never going away, guys. Um... I would be an absolute mess in that house if I was still drinking and if I was in the Big Brother house. I feel like they wouldn't put me in because I wouldn't drink and they couldn't get anything That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking like, if I said no, I'm I'm not going to be drinking. That I just would, because mm-hmm. all of the all twelve of them drink. Yep. So it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Australia already has this huge drinking culture, and then you add this to it. Yeah, I know. Later down the line, Andy does say she wished that they could have had more fun moments that like weren't just them drinking. Like they could have. Yeah. That the other housemates would have been more open to being like a little bit more wild and fun without having to have the alcohol with it. Yeah. Um, I, th- I agreed with that. I yeah, that I agree good... with her. There. And a good point to make as well, not just think, like, especially, like, I mentioned the culture, the drinking culture in Australia, to actually say it, it's, I think it's a good thing to, for yeah. people to hear. Yeah, definitely. After they uh, hear about the task, <laughs> Blair does his Joey impression again. Oh my god, yes. And also, I took a screenshot of Blair's <laughs> face while Gordon is talking. Now, Blair nominated Gordon, and Gordon's, oh. like, reading out the, um... Gordon's the one that's reading out the task info, and Blair's mm-hmm. face is just, like, just not impressed. He just oh. doesn't want to be listening. But yeah, he keeps up with his Joey impression. Yeah, he does that a lot. I, I, I think I would nominate him for that. Yeah, he does it a lot. Um, it does get a little bit better, I think. But, mm. um, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's probably got someone giving him training. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you have to drop the G. Have you, have you never the watched funny, Friends before? <laughs> the funny thing is, after he does his Joey impression, he, like, immediately launches into a monologue. Yes, in front does of he do like... the monologue from um, Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> I've never seen it, but... <laughs> I think that's what it is from. I was just thinking, like, he is gunning for that um, neighbor's career. Oh, yeah. And then uh, when he finishes it, everyone cheers, even though it was terrible. Oh, there's no emotion in it. I was very confused listening to it because, like, he's memorized it, but he hasn't... The tone of it is so There's no friction. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly took me a little while to realize that he was doing a monologue. Yes. Yeah. And then after that, Johnny gets up and does 
a very bad rap about being in the Big Brother house. Yeah, uh, that is... <laughs> that was something. Um, and to follow Blair's flawless monologue, too, it's... it's. Um, I think that, <laughs> I they're, they're trying to do, that. like, a little talent show thing to entertain each other. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so Blair's gone with the Goodwill hunting monologue. And Johnny's put his cap on sideways. Oh my god, he's trying to be like eight mile. It's very bad. It's it's bad. I'm gonna I'll insert a clip here because Yes. <laughs> it is so bad. Yo 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 Johnny's in the house, the big brother house. We twelve has come as one to have some fun. The camera's on the wall to catch us where we fall. We're hanging in the pool, but we ain't the fool. <laughs> They're giving us some tasks so we can fill our hip flask. Yo, 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 yo. We're in the house. The big brother house. Break it down now. Um, then the rest of the boys are dressing up, um, doing mm-hmm. their little performance. They all have wigs on, which means that someone has brought in like multiple wigs. Who do we think it is? Do we think it's Andy with the whole dominatrix thing, like different personalities, or do we think it's someone else has brought in the wig? Imagine, imagine if it was Blair and he's got all different characters for his wigs. Got all these. Um, I think there's like a sleek red bob that's very mm-hmm. different to the other wigs. I think that probably is Andy's. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wigs. It's a lot of wigs. Uh, it's like a spotlight party s- section in there. They had so- yeah, they had such like a restricted like suitcases, and they've yeah someone's brought in a few wigs. <laughs> Literally like at least six. Yeah, because almost every boy has a wig on, and they also wear dresses, which maha boys in dresses funny. Um, but it was 2001, and back then it was seen as incredibly funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the height, the height of um of comedy. Yeah, I mean, um, you know. like Ben goes a step further and has the girls do like his makeup. Yeah, Gemma does his makeup, and that's and like you know it's... a huge, huge reveal. And then that was like the whole thing it was just they walked out and they kind of stood there, because Christina yeah. was originally going to teach them ballet, and then they just completely got over that and just decided let's just wear dresses and makeup and yeah dress. christina was like oh i'll give you a ballet lesson they all go yeah that'll be great then they're like no you know what's funnier what if we just put the skirt on and then do nothing <laughs> that's so entertaining yes so then it goes on to day nine and it is shana and blair's birthdays shana is turning 35 and baby blair is turning 20 yes both tauruses so mm-hmm Taurus pride, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is your moment. Yes, exactly. It's the day starts off with Johnny's exercise class, but as if that wasn't bad enough, oh. <laughs> Todd is drumming along to it. It's just like, could we have some silence maybe? I don't need a drum beat while I'm trying to do yoga and like... <laughs> Um, calisthenics. I just, it would really throw me off. <laughs> Nothing says a relaxing morning like Todd fucking drumming. <laughs> just drumming along while you're doing yoga. That's usually what you hear in a yoga class, right? It's just like some, like, 
idiot wailing on a bongo drum. <laughs> then they bring out all of the stuff for the um, task. Task, yes. The, Todd. Oh, the boy. It, then it's revealed that Todd broke the axe. So they get new Todd. axes. But Brick Brothers, like, if you guys break this one, it's coming out of your budget. You're paying yeah. for it. What I thought was funny is Todd doesn't help them bring the stuff out. He just follows them to the storeroom and then follows them out. And then Big Brother, like, exposes him for breaking the axes. <laughs> They're like, just don't touch it, mate. Just, 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 you can watch, but don't get involved. There's no need. They have to light the fire by midday as well, or they've already failed the task. Yeah, they have to. And then it's, like, revealed that it's like 11 58 and they still haven't lit the fire because <laughs> they yeah. don't know what time it is either yeah they don't have clocks so yeah. they just have to light it as quickly as they can yeah but they manage just it hope that they get it before yeah they do just, it's just before midday just nail biting they do the weekly shop they put their um fucking requests through and they've got the extra money because they won the last task. So then they're like talking about getting vodka and wine and like hardly talking about food. Yeah, it's mostly um, <laughs> mostly alcohol. And then they cut to Christina approaching Lisa and asking how she's doing, which kind of makes me wonder what Lisa's thinking because she was saying that Christina doesn't care about her and is rude and Christina's specifically asking Lisa how she's doing in the house yeah yeah no I think Christina is actually just yeah she's just quite sweet and just has no self-esteem mm-hmm. and I don't That's think she has any idea sure. that any of the other women um don't like her don't like her yeah it's sad because it's always kind of the pushover that gets pushed over I guess it <laughs> is, that gets but... pushed over mm, it's funny that <laughs> So deep. Shana and Blair are sent to the diary room to get their birthday presents. Mm-hmm. They get party supplies. They get body paint. They get cake. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have all the ingredients for our party. Body paint. <laughs> and then the body paint thing gets brought up again. They're like, Big Brother gave us so much body paint. Like, this is going to be the best party. The best. <laughs> yeah, because I know that every party that I go to, if there's no body, pa- body paint, what's the fucking point? Yeah. I'm like, bye. <laughs> Then they also get extra alcohol and they lose their fucking minds over getting this alcohol. Yeah. Like, they lose it. Blair, like, tries to run in yelling yeehaw, but the alcohol <laughs> is so heavy. <laughs> He's just sort of, like, waddling, like, waddle, doing that waddle run because, like, the, yeah. it's so heavy against his legs. Could you tell what the alcohol was? Because to me it looked like a big bottle of, like, limoncello. I don't think it was anything good. It was, like, the cheapest beer and yeah and then like lolly water basically yeah but i guess beggars can't be choosers and then like shana's getting ready for the party um (laughs) and she's trying on like everyone's clothes um yeah and then she tries on something of andy's it's like a leather like strapless top thing corset type um and Andy's like I think you should take the bra off and Shana's like nah (laughs) and Andy's like yeah let's try it without the bra and Shana's like "Mm, I don't think so but I think Andy is correct that the bra should have come off um yeah it's like a very 2000s attitude to keep your bra on under a top like that with like with the straps yeah with the straps coming up 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking that when I was um, not that age because Shana's older than me. But, like, when I was <laughs> a teenager in that When era. it was 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, if you took your bra off, it's, like, oh, that's a bit skanky. Yeah. But now, but- if you'd have to fight me to wear a bra <laughs> <laughs> that kind of top or any top honestly it was kind of i think they should have probably put like a pop music like a pop song over the top and done a montage yeah over shana changing outfits because it was just kind of awkward there was no music it was just shana looking in the mirror and then changing outfits she wore like everyone's clothes she ended up in a baseball tee at some point but in the end she settled on i think andy's corset type top and then sarah marie's bunny ears and it was a quite a playboy-esque yeah, she had the little, I assume it came from Andy, like a little maid's um, apron, a little white yeah. frilly apron, yes. and also a um, little feather duster. Yeah, and it's her party. She can uh, wear Andy's It was a look. I'm not saying it was a bad look. It was definitely, it was a strong look. I prefer um, that to the baseball tee that she was trying on. Yeah, no, she wasn't happy with that. I think that was her own. Um. <laughs> uh, you looked great, Shana. You did look great, yeah. Blair's just didn't, he didn't bother to get changed, I think. So they're all there, they're getting drunk, they're having their little conversations, and then the TV's brought out again, and then they're playing messages from home, birthday messages for Blair and Shana. Which they've been in for one week. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well, and they're all emotional. Yeah, I was like, Blair's brother sends a happy birthday, and Blair starts crying. (laughs) The brother that wished him happy birthday, I was like, um, dude, you've been in there a week. Can you just, like, chill? Like, get all, you know. But then he says something like, that brother is in America. Yeah. So I think he hadn't actually seen him for a long time because video calling, it was not a thing. Yeah, it's it's so commonplace now that we would just go, we'll just fucking Zoom him. Just yeah. FaceTime. It's just FaceTime. Deal, but back you, then it was a big Just FaceTime deal. him, you loser. God. <laughs> Stop crying, bro. It's been five minutes. <laughs> I also thought the same. And then someone says, how's technology? And then someone calls it the best thing I've ever seen. And then one of them's like, wow, webcam from America. <laughs> the Gordon. Gordon was like, webcam, webcam from America. <laughs> it's so funny hearing them talk like that because also at one point andy i think calls calls the internet the net that's cute shana's emotional as well over her messages from her family and it's like yeah i can't really i don't really understand why they're so emotional after a week of yeah of that but not me i also i also don't think i would be that emotional like a month in i i i don't have object permanence <laughs> with people <laughs> people permanence it's like if i'm not talking to someone they and I, I stop talking to someone and then they stop existing to me pretty much so i think i would be fine and then i could i, I don't know would it miss those uh two kids who <laughs> <laughs> sorry who? no i would but i just don't think i don't know i, I can kind of be okay without people generally yeah no, I know what you mean. I was actually talking to my grandmother about it the other day when I went to Japan when I was, like, 16 for two mm. weeks. Did not contact my family the entire time. <laughs> I honestly, I'm, like, I I, I I relate. I just, I feel like I was whoever busy, I'm I was with. doing things. I had other people to talk to. 
Um, it, I was fine. It sounds so bad, but honestly, I, I don't really. You know when people are like, "Oh my god, I miss you. We should catch up. Let's hang out." I'm kind of like, uh, like I, I don't, I don't. Uh. <laughs> I, I, th- I feel like Just I would be exposing. okay with not doing that. <laughs> Like, I, if we, like, message and text and stuff, that's enough for me. Yeah. I don't have that intense need to see people and be with people. And, like, when I'm with people, it's fun. It's awesome. Sometimes I don't want to leave. Sometimes I'm ready to go five minutes in. But that's just me as a person. Yeah. But I feel like if I don't have it, I don't miss it. Yeah. I know what you mean. But also, having said that, I think they're also a bit drunk at this point. Oh, yeah, they Which, definitely were. They were all wasted. <laughs> I don't know how, if I would cry if I'd been drinking. Yeah. I, I'm a very different person when I've had alcohol. Yeah. That's part of the reason that I stopped drinking. <laughs> but, yeah. I know also Gordon, I don't know what he says it says it about, but at one point he's like, yeah, it's wicked. It's fresh, man. It's cool. And he just keeps <laughs> going, like, just really 2000s buzzwords. Like, fresh. Oh. That's so funny. They're trying to win this task while they're all fucking pissed as. Yeah. So they're not thinking about the task because I know when I used to drink, I would just forget everything, everything important. So they're not even thinking about it. And so at one point it was Lisa and Sam Marie sitting by the fire in the little roped off area. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They've set up ropes in what they think is the eight feet perimeter. Yeah. Around the fire so that they can make sure that there's two people in there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Lisa and Sarah Marie, and Sarah Marie is drunk, like very drunk, and she just steps out of the perimeter and starts to walk off. Yeah, well, because Peter was there as well, and Peter started to walk off, and she starts to follow him. Yeah. And then as soon as she walks away, Peter jumps in back into the roped area. Yeah. And he's pissed off at Sarah Marie because she's like, he's she's not taking he's like she's not taking the task um, seriously. And then they start freaking out that they've fucked the task up already. Yeah, because they only have to fail one time and they've just, it's failed, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're Straight away she's stepped out of bounds. Yeah. And so she's freaking out, he's freaking out, everyone's freaking out. Sarah Marie goes to the diary room, is like, have I fucked this up? And Big Brother's like, Big Brother will get back to you because he doesn't give anything you. away. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Because if, if he says, yeah, you fucked it, then, then they they'll won't do the quit. task anymore. Yeah. Like, I would immediately. I'd be like, is there a point to this? Because I need a point to whatever I'm doing. <laughs> if there's no point, like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then Ben's in the diary room thanking Big Brother oh for the party. Oh, my God. Kiss ass alert. <laughs> He's like, thank you so much for the party and for the messages from home. It means a lot to Blair and Shana. <laughs> okay, school captain. Go and read Lord like- of the Flies. Blair is young, but quite a learned person for his age. Dude, you're a year older. <laughs> yeah, Blair literally turned 20 and Ben's 21. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't know what why are you talking about. Oh my god, I was just like, what a suck up. Get out of there. Thanks, big brother. I really appreciate it, man. You weren't even... He seems... For what? Are you the spokesperson <laughs> for the group? I think he kind of has appointed himself that role. I don't have a problem with Ben at this point, but I just thought that was really weird to say. Yeah, and it, no, I don't kind have a problem. Of, I just, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was funny because, yeah, he's thank, thanks, Big Brother. It's like, good, okay. <laughs> he kind of has that whole. He would remind you of the home. He would remind the teacher of the homework. Yeah. Oh, you gave us homework, oh, sir. Well, and everyone's like, nah, fucking 
Lord of Mr. I'm going to read um, Lord, Lord of the Flies. flies. <laughs> <laughs> Out loud to everyone. So, yeah, I have accepted the school captain role and I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> Anything else for day nine that you noted down? Um, yes. Uh, Andy's just like passed out, not even in bed, just in the middle of the floor in the bedroom. And I think that's while Sam Marie is like acting up and stuff. I'm not acting up, but just, you know, being Sam Marie. <laughs> Sam Marie's just acting out right now. Um... <laughs> if you guys could just, you know, give her a little just ignore her just just don't make eye contact let her have a moment <laughs> um johnny gets into bed with shana yeah they have a nice little cuddle yeah and then shana's like you're not gay and he's like oh we're friends so it's fine <laughs> there's a lot of um johnny's not gay talk going on in the house oh my god a lot of so people much. are questioning his sexuality yeah which not cool, guys. Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate. He's literally said, I'm gay. I'm not interested in women. Let's just leave it at that. I think It should did... be left at that. He's, they said he kissed someone, but it's not shown on camera. There's a talk later on that guys were kissing. So he might have passed on with one of the other dudes. No, I think they said he kissed Andy or something. Oh, okay. But well, maybe. Like, but like, gay not people shown... kiss all the time. It's not shown on camera, but as you'll see later, a bunch of them kissed, so yeah, I would really put much <laughs> stock into that. Exactly. Like, uh, I can't really use myself as, as an example here because I'm like, I was going to be like, well, I've kissed my friends and it hasn't meant anything, but also I'm like not straight, so <laughs> it doesn't really, I can't really, I'm sure that straight people kiss as well for reasons. Yeah. Each other. So Johnny kissing a woman doesn't make him any less gay. No, they didn't call anyone else's sexuality into question. Just Johnny's. exactly, yeah, exactly. I don't like. I don't like the way that they're kind of. Yeah, and also he says like he just likes being around really girly girls, like mm-hmm. yeah, really feminine women. He just likes being around them, but he doesn't say I am sexually attracted to them, and yeah, I'm that like evokes um like cancels my Mm. gay status i know that we're talking about not not um not judging him or like deciding his sexuality but he could be homosexual but like bi romantic or like you know he might have sensual feelings for women but not sexual so it's not anyway yeah not gonna go into that it's not their place to do it. It's not our place to exactly. label it. So, yeah. But it did exactly. It did bother me, like, just the amount of times that people have called into question, like, what he has actually said. Yes. He has that, said he's yeah. gay, so we need to leave it at that. And I think we did a great uh, flawless, non-blabbery, jabbery way <laughs> of just, <laughs> That's of just us. talking we don't about blabber. that. Flawless discussion. <laughs> day 10 yeah are you ready for day, day 10 10 starts at the fire the night after so yep. everyone's like i'm hung st- over. doing the morning after very early in the morning um everyone's hung over mm. and blair is talking <laughs> about christina mm-hmm. um and how he his sister zones her he said nah, never ever 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 yeah ever would i be attracted to christina 
Yep. He's full on said it's platonic. Well, actually, he says it's plutonic. It's plutonic. (laughs) It was so funny the way he says that because he said, I've never had a plutonic and I don't (laughs) want one. And it's, it's, it sucks for guys to say it, but it's true. I don't think anyone's ever had a plutonic. Um. <laughs> and I don't know why. He said he says it's the worst thing that a guy can say. Yeah. Is that he, he has a plutonic. <laughs> <laughs> is that a plutonic in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I'm actually not happy to see you. You're just a sister to me. <laughs> so he's there telling Shana... Oh, no, he's there with, who is he with? Shana and... Uh, it might be Lisa? Possibly. I know or Shana's ben. there. Maybe Ben. Whoever's there with him, um, he's there very, very adamant that it's a plutonic relationship. And Shana is telling him that Christina's getting off on the attention from him and Peter after he's already said three times that there's nothing between him and Christina. Yeah, that he's not and he giving never Christina that, that kind of attention. And they're saying, they keep saying, oh, Christina loves that she's playing you guys against each other. I have not once seen no an interaction between those two guys that's like in any way like that. Any not situation where they're competing for Christina's attention at all. Like Shana is just trying to hammer hammer home the false narrative that Christina's gunning for both of them. And Shana really like, wants to hook up with Peter, but mm-hmm. she doesn't want to say that she does. Yep. And she's she like, just you're 35 saying, now. Grow she up. just keeps saying, like, oh, he's attractive. Would I kiss him? Yes, but like, I wouldn't want to be with him. I wouldn't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he's a charmer. He's a charmer. He could charm, charm the, birds the birds off the, tree. off the trees. And I was like, well, I don't really see that either. Also, birds come off the trees really easily, so I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's a very good saying. It's extremely easy to get a bird off a tree. It's not extremely easy to get a bird into your hand. That's it. I think would involve some level of charm. You can get a bird out of a tree any which way. Yes, exactly. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. So get a new metaphor, Shana. Yep. Don't like Sick that one. Sick of this one. Sick of it. <laughs> Todd. Todd Corner. It's Todd oh. Corner. Okay, yep. What have you got for me? Todd has a barbed wire tattoo, like, around one of his arms. You know Mm -hmm. the tattoos that go all the way around the arm? Yep. So he has a barbed wire tattoo and nipple rings, and his microphone is clipped to his nipple (laughs) ring because he doesn't have a shirt on. He's just... (laughs) Yeah, so if they don't have a shirt on, they usually clip it around their neck, like a necklace. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's just... Uh, clipping it to the one the door knockers he could even clip it in one of his ugly dreads like he doesn't have to clip it on his nipple ring and yet yes he does that's what he's true and I would just I would be nervous to have it clipped onto my nipple ring yeah especially because it's got the cord going down yeah I don't wear jewellery at all because I don't like how it feels and I'm paranoid that it's going to get caught on something. Yeah, I'm paranoid that it's going to get hooked onto my nipple ring and just rip it out. (laughs) I can't believe he's... I saw that and I took a screenshot. I was like, oh my God, Marion, he's going to fucking hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Furious. I was like, like, because we try not to talk to each other 
through like while we're watching it but i was like i was like i've got something about todd to bring up when we record and then five minutes later i was like i can't hold it in (laughs) i have to tell you i have to show you (laughs) it's been like a couple of times now that jace has sort of given me a warning (laughs) it's a content warning (laughs) so i don't throw my ipad when i see it And it's always with Todd. It's always, it's, it's been Todd every single time. Like, I can kind of, when Gordon does something, I can kind of go, okay, even if I hate it. But when Todd does something, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I hate this man. <laughs> every new thing that I learn about him makes me just hate him more. Yeah. He could be a really nice guy. I'm sorry. Like like we said, we're only judging them by what we see on the show. Everyone else seems to not have an issue with him. Yeah. Like everyone he in wasn't the house. nominated once. He didn't get one nomination. Did he? I can't believe it. I can't remember it. that far back. No, he didn't get it. He didn't get a single one. Andy reveals that she's horny for Blair. Yep, okay. I'm like, he, I'm just sitting here thinking he's a baby. He's just a little baby. Just that little little, little fella? <laughs> the can't say platonic? Then they have their first discussion topic. Their discussion topic is my first love. Yes. And I said this in the, like, in the opening. Some of them just can't tell a good story. Mm-mm. If you're not good at telling a story, that's just such a boring question, in my opinion. Yeah. Because so many of them are just like, oh my first love was like my first girlfriend and I don't know if I've ever really been in love so many of I don't know if I've ever really been in love it's like snooze come on what the hell are you talking Lisa is 24 I think she Mm -hmm. says she thinks that she's too young yeah to know if she's ever been in love what the hell are you talking about I think she said this right after Blair who is 20 said that his first girl his friend's girlfriend was his first love yeah and he was, it was like four years ago. So he was a teenager. Yeah, he was a teenager. So straight after Blair's like, oh, my first love was when I was a teenager. She was like, I'm 24 and too young to have been in love. I'm, I is, guess I'm just too young. Like, mm, you know. Maybe emotionally too young. Yeah, maybe. So Blair says that his first love was his friend's girlfriend. And then he says, I didn't cut any lunch, which is a saying that I've always, there's always been confusion surrounding that saying for me because I picture, I think I finally now, now at 33 years old, know what that saying means. I always imagined that lunch was a sandwich and cutting someone's lunch would be helpful to them. So the saying didn't make sense to me. I was like, if someone's cutting your lunch, that's very helpful. That's, a, that's, that's nice. What are you talking that's about? That's really nice, nice thing to, do, to that. do for someone. Will they cut the crust but, off as well? Or? Yeah. Cut my lunch, please. I, I am a baby. I can't do anything myself. But now <laughs> I, I know that I, I mean, I think, I didn't look it up, but I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that cutting lunch is like cancelling it. Like cutting lunch, like shortening it or cancelling lunch, maybe? Yeah, that makes sense. I just assumed it was just, I don't know. I just, I knew it was was bad, so I just didn't question my understanding of the saying. I was always confused because someone's like, oh, I don't want to cut your lunch, mate. It's like, well, cut it. If you get in there, if you want to. (laughs) 
Oh, I guess cutting it short actually does. That does make sense because yeah, cut you literally lunch. cut their relationship short. Yeah. By, okay, we figured it out. You're smart. Now we'll get like That's... people writing and being like, um, actually, that's <laughs> not even close to the definition. No, it's the truth. We're an investigative uh, podcast. We're educational. Now yeah. everyone has learned <laughs> what we think it means. You are welcome. Yep. You can write into us and thank us. Ben says he's never been in love. And then he says, like, the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life, which is I have no idea what love even feels oh like. Oh, my God, I know. And But also, I was like, that is so him sad. saying that was, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Just because Lisa was saying she's had boyfriends. She was telling them I love them. But she's like, I'm too young to know if that was really love. Yeah. And it's like, you know how you feel. I mean, like... Mm-hmm. Sorry that I'm, I'm stuck on Lisa. This <laughs> <laughs> Lisa's the new Todd. <laughs> yeah, it was so... I can see how Ben really wins the heart of Australia. Yeah, I can see that as well. I, I can also kind of see why he goes into the diary room and thanks Big Brother for like the <laughs> tiniest scraps. <laughs> Maybe if I had such a... <laughs> you would have had a... <laughs> for long <laughs> That is really harsh. I um, just cut that. Is, uh, just cut that. So I stand. <laughs> I'll beep it out so that it sounds like you've said something really bad. <laughs> and then it. me begging you not to include it. <laughs> Jess, please. You're really good at it. I actually, when I heard Ben say that, and it broke my heart so much, I looked at, I looked him up, and I was like, I need to find out if he's found love. And he has a wife now. Yay, Ben. Uh, it doesn't mean he's found love. Well, I guess. But at least he's found a wife. So that's nice. if that's what he wants, that's good. And he does like sports commentary. Or oh, he did sports commentary. I don't know what he does now. But oh. anyway, I had to find out if he, if he found if he had love. Because it made me so sad. How? What would you have done if he hadn't? <laughs> Just um, I would have come on here and been like. Out. Well, <laughs> well, I'm calling out of life this week. I'm too depressed. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Todd says, I'm in love with my chick. Oh, God. I'm in love with my chick. Oh. <laughs> and I looked him up as well to see if they're still together, but I can't find any information about him on the internet whatsoever. I doubt like, it. nothing. Now, there's, well, there's so much confusion. Again, I said last week how going in, they said, this is his girlfriend. We've been together three years. Mm-hmm. Then they said, this is just his friend. Now he's saying, I'm in love with my chick. But like, he yeah. he said that they broke out and she and he moved out. So what is the truth, Todd? What we, is the truth? Todd's he's an enigma. We don't know. We'll, it's <laughs> kind of like he's gone into the house. This is just all purely speculative, and because I don't like him, so I'm giving him the worst. <laughs> he's like they broke up. He went into the house. He's like, mm, there's no one here that wants to hook up with me. And now he's like, I'm in love with my chick. Just. <laughs> She goes to life. another school. You don't know her. You don't know her. Okay. <laughs> she was hiding behind my dog the other day when I got introduced. Hired actress. <laughs> Let's talk about Pete. This one is a beautiful one. It is. I love it. They meet at schoolies. <laughs> uh, and not even his schoolies. Not even He's his schoolies. It's a two few years, years graduated. Yeah. <laughs> He's a toolie. Yeah. And then they break up. He breaks up with her because she wants to become a cop. So yep. 
it, the, the the best thing about this conversation is that he's painting a black flag logo on the pavement as he's telling the story and he refuses to get up they're all like yeah he's just lying a few of them are like hey pete i'd be more comfortable having this conversation if you actually (laughs) sat up and looked at us yeah johnny's like it's really hard to to listen and pay attention when you're over there doing it and he's like oh sorry and all he does is lift his head up a little bit yeah i mean i probably wouldn't get up if i was saying that i found my first love my first girlfriend at schoolies two years after I, I had aged out of schoolies when years. I was like 20 it's so funny the way he says it and he yeah he's just like oh my friend was like yeah you should come <laughs> like to schoolies <laughs> just come to schoolies you look fucking freak and then the way he says as well like she went on to become a cop so I left her and then like two seconds later Johnny's like we should make toffee apples <laughs> So there, that was there. That was a mandatory discussion. Yeah, nothing really. Like it was okay. I think the most iconic thing that came from that discussion was just Pete's whole. She wanted to become a cop, so I left her. Yeah. We should make toffee apples. Toffee apples. So funny. Day 11 opens with Gordon in the shower twisting his spikes. He keeps so his we... spikes in the shower. Yeah. I don't know if he even washes them because Doesn't look like we it. have never seen them down. In the shower, they are spiked yeah, and twisted. He's in the shower. He's twisting them. So. And then they cut to an awkward scene of Andy rubbing um, ice on his torso in the backyard. Uh, yes. Andy... <laughs> can't keep her hands off Gordon for reasons really that will forever be a mystery to me yeah mystery to me also I have no idea what's going on there but you know whatever the heart wants what the heart wants I suppose yeah and while she's doing that Gemma's talking to I think she's shaving is she I don't I don't know she, she's talking to someone and she's saying that um she doesn't have tattoos or anything like that and she's not um going to be flashing her breasts or anything like that because the industry that she's in which is the makeup industry yes she's talking to pete yeah oh yeah she's talking to pete um she's painting his back with they don't take to tackiness very well yes which is like the opposite actually her industry is literally a hair and makeup artist i don't know who's thinking oh i can't hire that hair and makeup artist because she's a bit tacky Took her top off to have a shower. And Pete's Doesn't make like, any fucking sense. Peter, Pete's agreeing with her and saying, yeah, <laughs> we have to keep in mind that our family's watching, and not just our family, but, like, you know, friends of the family who we're not that, you know, intimate with. with. Yeah. Um, He's yeah. pretending to understand where Which she's is coming like, from, for sure. Yeah. It's just really rich for Pete, um, given his behaviour in the first two weeks. <laughs> Yes, we will have a, an episode coming up after this one where we will cover Big Brother Uncut yes, and the special Saturday PG. episode. I'll just say he's not keeping any mystery, as is his advice to Gemma. No. Um, I thought that was very funny, actually, that he had that conversation and then went on to do what he did. Yeah, that's a little bit of sizzle for you. Tune in next time for that. <laughs> 
They have their next oh, task. That, no, sorry. Oh, Todd walks past them while they're having this conversation. And Pete's like, oh, you smell. And Todd's like, I'm wearing meditation oil. Yeah. And Pete's like, smells nice. And he's like, thanks. <laughs> so horrible. Just so weird. Their next task is the plaster casts of their faces. And I feel like this could have been done a lot better. Yeah, they're just cutting. So Big Brother just gives them like shoe boxes, essentially, <laughs> and a um, box cutter. So yep. they're just cutting circles, just at random too. They're seems. not tracing anything, measuring anything. It's like two or three of them trace it, cutting ovals for everyone else, and just going up and being yeah. like, "Does this?" Fit? And then just being like, "Oh, oh, that's a little bit like they're not. They're not even in the same room while they're cutting no. out the face hole. They're kind of just guessing as to what shape everyone's faces are. Yeah, and then all of the plaster cast. Spoiler alert. All of the cast come out absolutely jacked, and it's like, oh, oh my god, well, they fucked up. I wonder why that happened. Because <laughs> it's just, it's they put the box on their heads, and then they put straws in their mouths, like they plug up their they noses. Plug their nose, yep. Put straws in their mouths, and they have to sit there and breathe through a straw for three minutes while the plaster sets enough to take it off. Well, it's not the plaster; it's like the latex. What is oh, it? Oh, they did do latex first. Yeah, so they put the they they put the to make the mold of the face. They cover the face in Vaseline, plug it up, <coughs> put the straw in, and then into the shoebox they pour in the. I'm not sure the exactly latex. what it is. It's like the liquid latex stuff, and okay. then they pour. Once that hardens, they pour the plaster into yep, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. But I only know all of that because it's very popular on TikTok again right now to make those latex things and then make the plaster after it. Um, I thanks, know Gen that Z. that's the process that should be taken, but I just didn't see that process being taken. So it kind of they kind of made it look a bit weird. But they have the latex on their faces with the straws out their mouth so they can breathe three minutes and then the latex sets. Uh, I have a note here that says Todd should stay that way. Um, <laughs> oh, buddy, we're trying to take it off, and I just can't. It's it's stuck. <laughs> Sarah Marie is scared because she one of her biggest fears is suffocating. Which fair, yes. Um, but she I'm does so well. But I would freak out. I'd be like, "There's no way." I refused to. Um, in like PE in year nine, we had to break a board, and. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't want to hurt my hand. And they're like, it's not mm-hmm. going to hurt your hand. You have to do it. And I was like, I'm not doing it. We had to write our fear on the board. And I was like, just a little rat of a teenager. And I wrote, breaking this board. <laughs> and then refused to break it. I like that. So See, they say that it's not going to hurt, but they don't know that in the future you're going to break your finger running. I'd already break my finger running at this point, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> With that teacher. <laughs> So that teacher should know better. Well, I mean, she didn't. She was like, you have to do it. And then I was like, I'm not doing it. So she was like, okay, fine. She she actually ended up, I think she's the reason. She let a lot of things slide because she was my year 11 and 12 coordinator. We won't get into it. but Oh, year advisor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, she, she's the reason I end up graduating because of her sympathy and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, this chick comes from a broken home. I can't do this to her. <laughs> It wasn't even broken yet. She just... A breaking home. 
Um, yeah, she was like, this this girl is going to have issues. I'll just leave her be. Let her be. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would probably have kicked up more of a stink. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been brave like Sarah, Mar- Sarah Marie. I mean, like no, she did it so well. I reckon Big Brother should have given her a special little reward because yeah, give her a little treat. She gets so calm, and then Andy decides that she wants to make a cast of her boobs because yes. why not? And that's like yeah. oh my god, she's crazy. That's yeah. I would be nervous um, because of the way the faces turned out. I wouldn't want that to be the way that. <laughs> Like, it's really playing into your body dysmorphia when you like see the boob yeah, cast like, and you're oh like, my oh my god, fuck. they look like that? <laughs> Sarah Marie and Christina are having another little deep talk after they've done all this like plaster casting. And they're having their little talk, and the whole time someone is playing a xylophone badly. <laughs> And I don't want to say it was Todd, but he has a track record, so it could possibly have been Todd. But they're having this conversation, and the xylophone's going ding, 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 like the whole time. And then Sarah Marie's like, mm, this is so relaxing. Genuinely. She's genuinely there going, this is so relaxing. Not me. All I could focus on was that fucking xylophone. For like a house that, you know, they're not, they don't have any music or anything, they certainly, they're certainly making noise. Yeah, do you think they banned instruments the next season because of this? (laughs) They were like, we had the drums, we had the fucking guitar, we have the xylophone, I'm not, no one else can bring any instruments in, I cannot, like, they're sitting in the control room, like, I can't handle this. No more Lord of the Flies, no more drums. (laughs) Then we had the first mention of Gemma's boyfriend. Where she she tries to record a video message for him in the diary room because she misses him, but she doesn't realise that it's not allowed. Well, I thought it was still nice of Big Brother to leave that edit in at all because they're like, they show her getting ready and then they show her, they're like, oh, she wants to leave a nice happy birthday message for her boyfriend, but we're not going to show you because we can't. Because it's not allowed. Um, Yeah. But But they still showed that she wanted to. Know that she did say happy birthday. Um, yeah. And I also wrote down that the Depop girlies would love Gemma. Yes. So the next question from Big Brother is best and worst childhood memories, which is Which where... is so heavy. Yeah. Could you imagine us being, <laughs> being at that dinner party? Because <laughs> we've got some fun. Let me tell you a fun story. We mentioned how similar we are and how we were bonded by Big Brother but found out we had a lot in common. One of that is we have similar childhood traumas and um, we we would we would uh, <laughs> that'd be a Just fun a- dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gemma's story is like so cooked though because she said she grew mm-hmm. up on a farm and she yeah. was like bottle rearing a lamb an orphan yes. lamb. Yes, oh my god. And then at one of her parents' parties, they had a lamb on a spit roast. And she said this horrible man who... Mm-hmm. Oh, she also called him out for being a bad stepfather. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know who you are. <laughs> so I hope you do know who you are because you sound like you suck. Yep. Um. Yeah, she said... So he said that that was her lamb on the spit. And he put... Um, he hid the lamb and he put blood on an axe... Yeah. And so that like, he said, like, you know, he killed the lamb. 
this is the axe I used to kill your lamb and like just traumatized her. She was, well, how old did she say she was? Like 13 or something? I think she was younger than that even. Just like a 10, little kid. Maybe. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I mean, at any age, if someone comes to you with an axe saying, I <laughs> killed your beloved pet. And there Except they are. Except if it was Todd, because you'd be like, no, Todd, you didn't. You would have used the wrong axe and it wouldn't have worked. Ben says that his worst childhood memory was his parents' divorce, which is... Um, Boring. Good for him. Good I'll for take. him for having a very normal childhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, if your most traumatic worst memory is your parents divorcing... And, and also, he really says say about it. it wasn't a bad divorce and his parents are both happier... And he yeah. understands it. Blah, 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 blah. That's his trauma. His, so, yep. <laughs> if only we could all be that lucky. And then he says, like, he would hate for his parents to be together now. Like, that's his nightmare. And I yeah. literally do have nightmares when my parents get back together. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this. Sometimes people just need to get divorced. Yes. Sarah Marie tells this very cute uh, best childhood memory thing where she talks about how when her dad comes home from work oh, or leaves that was for work, so sweet. it was like a Von Trapp family style. Everyone goes down the stairs and gives him a kiss yeah. before he leaves for work. And they had their like orders that they went in. That was so cute. And then, <laughs> and then she tells the story about how her cat died and she kept it in the freezer and then oh. brought the cat to her dad. Sarah Marie really understood this assignment. because it's not too traumatic but it's a little bit fucked up yeah she pulled you in with this beautiful story about her dad and then yeah she's like my cat died i put it in the freezer well she didn't put it in the freezer the vet did yeah um so she but then she took her frozen cat to both her parents separately at their places of work to like say (laughs) goodbye it's day 12 and there is 12 hours left of the fire task Sarah Marie tells a story that I absolutely fucking hate about pulling a nipple out at the Macca's drive-thru and making oh. some poor teenager uncomfortable. Oh, my God. It's told as this hilarious thing because then she's like, and he was like, uh, you, want, you, uh, you want, you want, you want, you want, you want, you want. She also says he's kid. young. I'm like, it, like underage yeah, young. young? Because, <laughs> like, to me, like, kids can start working at Macca's at 14 years old. Yeah. And she's, like, just pulled her tit out. And Yeah, she said uh, she... Pulled her nipple out of the shirt, so it was just out. Mm-hmm. And it was and like this funny story that she was through. telling. Yeah, I'm sure now looking back, she's like, "That was not a funny story," because I've done things that aren't funny that I thought was hilarious. Yes. Um, nothing like that, but things that I'm not proud of and wouldn't do now because I know better. And I'm sure she feels the same about that, but it was just, it, that story made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And also before she tells that story, she's saying um, how she like jumped into bed with Christina and Pete and Christina yeah. Yeah. spun out about her um, boobs being near her. She was like, get them off me or something like that. Yeah. She's like, I've and never like, had, yeah. I've never had breasts like, draped over my body like that yeah uh, that's and she was kind of saying it as if Christina's a big prude for it but like she's had a very different upbringing and also like sometimes people don't want other people's boobs to touch them no matter what and it doesn't mean that they're less of a person or anything weird it's just like sometimes people don't aren't comfortable with that yeah I think it was also it's like it's 3am she was asleep mm. in a single bed with someone else already yeah now there's like someone else like 
Yeah. Th- Gemma's doing Gordon's terrible hair, and then somehow it comes out looking worse. Yes, it comes out looking like um, like a gum nut, like yeah. flower. Yeah. Like because instead of having the individual spikes, she like teases it out, and she's like, like, a, like oh. a weird sort of mohawk type. Yeah, she's like, oh, thing. that looks cool. It doesn't. It doesn't. He's like, yeah, that's great. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of it is like shaved to the skin. Yeah, and also he must bleach it too because it's starting to grow mm-hmm. out like um, darker. Yeah, the roots. I don't know why I ever assumed that it was that blonde naturally. I just assumed I, I didn't. Like, now that I know, I know. But it just didn't occur to me. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was that blonde, too. But, you know. Again, just little babies. No critical thinking going on up here. <laughs> we don't know. Um, Lisa says the house looks like a youth hostel in Byron Bay. Yeah, yeah which just plays right into our little um, headcanon of Peter being from Byron Bay. Which, also, you looked Peter up. Yes, I looked Peter up, and he... Has, he got married and he moved. He lives in Byron Bay now. Which <laughs> fucking picked it. He's just Nathan Favreau 20 years earlier. <sighs> Except I like him better. Than, although, having said that, I did initially like Nathan. Yeah, I did too. I remember our discussions when we were watching Bachelor in Paradise. Because yeah. we watch a lot of reality TV. Buddy watch a lot of reality yeah. TV. I remember making a meme that I was like, my friendship's over with, I think it was Bill. <laughs> Yeah, my Bill, because you like Bill at the start, too. Yes. Oh, God. Could I oh, have, my God. See, like... Could I pick worse men from that show? <laughs> See, this is like what we were saying before. We've all done things in the past that we're not proud of, so... Yeah, that's probably my bleakest. My bleakest uh. moment. <laughs> at some point, Andy is telling Christina that she would have sex with Pete, but she knows that Christina and Pete are a thing. Yeah. She's going through all the people and that she would Christina, have sex with. Christina, I really felt for her in mm-hmm. that moment and just how insecure, like how low her self esteem yeah. is, I guess, confidence is, I guess, because she just nods and doesn't say. Yep. It's just, it's, I just felt emotions. You My little robot her. heart. <laughs> You can see the little wheels turning in her head. She's like, oh, fuck, this sucks, this sucks, but not saying anything because she's not confident enough to say anything. And it's like, Andy yeah. should know better as well. Well, sorry, um, it's a couple of episodes ago, actually. We just didn't touch on it. She does try and have a conversation with Peter after she talks yes. to Sarah Marie. The next day, she tries to have a conversation with Peter. And they flash back yes. to it a few times as well. But it doesn't really make any sense because it seems like they were speaking in – some sort of code yeah they figured out some code yeah because they had been talking about tv shows Mm -hmm. and i think they were talking about my guess is that they were talking about tv shows that they thought were what was like like what was happening in the house if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like their relationships because she said when you said that tv show i thought you meant Mm-hmm. this and he says no 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 and like yeah. that's their conversation that was yeah, supposed he's... to be their, about their feelings and stuff but it just makes no sense to us because yeah. we're like what TV show she seemed happy with the outcome of that conversation yes she does she did seem happier with it but I think still she doesn't have like a firm footing in like yeah. what their 
relationship is. And Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a problem until she's talking to other people. Exactly. Because a lot of people get things in her head and also Andy doesn't help with saying like, yeah, I'd totally have sex with Peter. Um, (laughs) To Christina, I don't know why you would say that. Yeah. Like, I know Andy is an open sexual being, which is fine, but you know that Christina and Peter are an item. You know that. You've known it from, like, day two. Yeah, and that Christina is not the same. Yes. as Like, she's not polyamorous or whatever. Yeah, and she's very self-conscious. Like, Andy knows that. That was That's something that Andy herself said, that Christina has very low self-esteem. Yeah. So that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way when they were having that conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, like, it really, I was like, oh, that's, she just, yeah, it just looked sad. It was just, it just, it pulled up my little heartstrings. Yeah, me too. There was a moment where um, Lisa is staring at someone and she has, like, her finger in her mouth, like, <laughs> that, like, um, real sexy pose that people do, you know. Mm. She has a finger in her mouth like that, like, she's chewing on her nail. And then it, like, cuts to she's staring at Blair cutting wood with his shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no wonder he got that acting career. Because you can just chuck him in Neighbours and no one's going to care that he does bad Friends impressions and doesn't know how to monologue. They love that on Neighbours. They love it. They do. Then Big Brother calls them to announce the uh, results of the fire task. It's very uh, nail-biting. We're not sure if they've passed or if they've failed. If Sarah Marie stepping out of the boundaries has cost them their their money and they're going to have to survive on fuck all money. Uh, the whole time, Todd is drumming. He's back on that drum. He's on the drums again, just fucking going at it. It is a very stressful moment. I know for a fact that Lady Years Big Brother would not have stood for that. No way, Big Brother would be like, this is Big Brother, Todd, stop drumming or you'll get one fucking point. Yeah, be quiet while I'm talking to you. You will respect me. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Big Brother's like, hey guys, um, if you've got a moment, I'd like to... No worries if not. No worries if not. If you guys want to keep chatting, that's cool, that's cool. I'm here anytime. But it turns out that Sarah Marie stepping out of the boundary doesn't matter because the boundary was put in the wrong spot and she actually hadn't stepped eight feet away from the fire. Yes. So they passed the task. Yeah, and then Todd starts uh, beating the drum <laughs> even harder and, like, celebration. <laughs> it's like fucking Jumanji in this bitch. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, but just before they announced that, though, and they're sitting around the fire, Peter's saying that he doesn't feel well. Oh yeah, and then someone just uh, someone off camera goes ask if he has the squirts. <laughs> oh, what a weird this. Uh. Just like yelling across the yard too. You but got the squirts. Out, out the of squirts, concern. Babe? Out of concern. <laughs> Jesus. He makes it very um, clear he does not have the squirts. He no, just has rest assured body aches and pains. Yeah, a little bit of a headache and aches and pains. Um, it's also revealed this episode that um Christina does stand up. Yeah, she's into comedy. I I uh, I'm yet to see that she's funny or see that she could cut it as a stand up comic. But 
Yeah, apparently that's a passion of hers. She said one funny thing in her intro package, which was that she was hoping that something good comes with Big Brother. Like she gets uh, <laughs> a, a high profile, more high profile waitressing, waitressing job. job. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> that like, was funny. I'm putting all my eggs in that basket. Like, yeah, yeah. that was funny. So she must be funny. <laughs> <laughs> then they decide that they're going to play a game of two truths and a lie. Well, and it's not. Ex- I think it's two lies and a two truth. lies and a truth. Yeah, and then but then Johnny only does one. He truth, only does one two lie. things. Yeah, but his were interesting. Yeah, his were good. I only wrote down what he revealed was his. I didn't write down the lie. His oh, it, lie it was, it, he was, was that he he started to train to be a cop. Yeah, Pete was not happy with that. <laughs> um, Pete hates cops. <laughs> But it turns out that Pete had nothing to worry about because uh, Johnny reveals that the truth was that he had coffee with Kylie Minogue in his apartment while he was wearing a towel, which I am very jealous of. I would love to have Kylie Minogue in my apartment. Yeah, and it was like spinning around era Kylie Minogue. Yes, I love Kylie. My mum hated Kylie because me and my dad both had a crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) But I would love that. Then Blair. Oh. Blair lost me on this one. Okay. His three things were, this is him saying this, I'm a converted homosexual, which what's your obsession, mate, with, anyway, I was abused as a child or I'm a reformed drug addict. I thought that when he said I'm a converted homosexual, I was like, okay, maybe this is why he has that, this weird obsession he they sent him to like a conversion camp or something when he was younger so now he yeah. has like this now he's like i'm a raging heterosexual blah blah blah, blah. it worked guys don't send me back <laughs> I'm, I'm fine i'm fine yeah i thought okay maybe this is clicking yeah. into place for me but then i was wrong when he said that shana immediately says number two without a doubt jesus <laughs> what Oh, and then Gordon says, it's not number three because you're too young to be a drug addict, which I thought you were supposed to be all worldly and like, you know, wise, Gordon. Like 20 years old is plenty old enough to have already had a drug habit. It turns out it was number two. And he was like, am I that transparent? Ha ha ha, it was number two. And he plays off really, um, very flippantly, which I was like, yeah, I and relate to. Yeah, Johnny's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that, mate. He's like, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. give it up, Blair. Yeah, it's like I can relate to just completely trauma dumping without a fucking second thought because to me it's happened and I've dealt with it and now it's gotten to the point where I joke about it because like you have to. Yeah, but I forget that people don't like to hear about it. Yeah, also. I can I can see myself saying it like in this way, being like these three yeah. really weird things. And then <laughs> as they're like trying to guess, being like, why did I say this? Yeah. Why did I bring this up? They end the episode with Andy. She went to bed with Gordon. Gordon's like not mm-hmm. interested. And then yep. she goes out to the fire and they say that she cast a spell. <laughs> she has some of his hair, I think. Yeah, they made it sound like obviously we know that people uh, that reality TV bends what happens and makes things out of nothing or whatever. But the way that they have said it, 
she she slept next to him twice topless and he just hasn't made a move he's not interested and then she went out to the fire and threw a lock of his hair into the fire and said a spell to make him want her yeah i guess so that's the edit anyway yeah that's what they've kind of put forward as what happened <laughs> yeah but also she keeps going cracking under gordon and he has a girlfriend Yes, so, he said several times he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, that's what his issue is. He's not into it at all. Like, I mean, I think he's, like, into it in theory, but he doesn't – props to him – doesn't want to cheat on his girlfriend on national – like, on live television, like, national television. Yeah. I don't think he actually even comes close. I don't think there's even there's no. ever a moment where he has to, like, pull himself back because I think he's fairly removed from, like, the whole Andy thing. And, like, it gets pretty, like, Yeah, uh, she's full dicey. on with it. Yeah. I wrote down in, for us to talk about in the next episode, because I think it happened during Uncut, she, like, climbs on top of him and kisses him and he straight away pushes her off and it's like, nah. Yes. Yeah, I think. So, I, yeah, he's not into it. Yeah. It happens, I think it happens a couple of times. Um, but, yeah, we will discuss that whole, because it mm-hmm. gets pretty... Uh, 18 plus mm-hmm. um so we'll talk about that in our bonus uncut episode yeah um but yeah he's 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 not into it no he's not but that's, that's how, how the episode, episode that has like, that's how they end that episode with like andy yeah. casting a spell or <laughs> whatever you want to say throwing a lock of his hair into the fire because she would have picked that up when they cut the hair yeah, it would have been when they That's... cut his hair. Not like she's not like pulling hair out of it. Yeah, you wouldn't even be able to because it's so gelled. He's he's like bald, and then it's just gel. So yeah, she would have picked some of his. Yeah, it was very weird. But that brings us to the eviction episode. Finally, this eviction episode, the first eviction episode, is in the amphitheater at Dreamworld when they used to be live, and I miss when Gretel would have to try and control the crowd and she'd be like settle down settle down yeah the first time that she tells them to settle down and be quiet someone just yells out oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's like a class of naughty school children yeah um but yeah the atmosphere is just crazy Mm -hmm. there's people wearing bunny ears and there's people for sarah for sarah marie and there's people wearing tiaras for andy and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people wearing, like, I don't, I think they're, I don't know if they're ball caps or if they're, like, literally swim caps. Whatever they are, they're <laughs> ill-fitting. Yeah. They're wearing these caps for Gordon with, like, a little bit of, like, you know, hair on the side. It's horrible. So weird. And someone's dressed up as, um, as a dancing doona. Yeah. They've just got a doona and they're, like, moving it around. Yeah, someone in the crowd gets Gretel under the doona. She calls out the housemates. She's like, I've got some people here dressed as Sarah Marie. And then some people cheer. And then there's a loud, loud booing. Oh, there's heaps. There's, yeah, there's heaps of booing. It's It just made me think, like, the family and friends are right there. And they've just had to listen to people <laughs> boo their loved ones. No one else gets booed either. It's just Sarah Marie. They don't like a strong personality. They do not. We'll hear more, like, uh, public opinions in our bonus episode as well. Yes. There's um, a lot. <laughs> people have a lot to say have opinions yes yes 
I mean, I was I was watching that and I was thinking, ooh, that's a bit much. And then I'm like, I'm literally hearing, like, I wish Todd was dead. <laughs> I think it just, uh, it's it, it hurts. It, 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 it has more of an impact when it's not you and you're hearing it from someone else. <laughs> I really miss when they used to cross live to the house and then Gretel would be like, shh, you have to be very quiet. You have to be but very also quiet because like, you can't give anything away. Well, because the first season especially, they don't know that there's a giant crowd there. Yeah, they want it to be a surprise that there's a crowd there. So they want it to, They want everyone to think that it's just Gretel. And I always get so anxious that someone's going to like be a little shit and scream and ruin it. Yeah, everyone respects it. I guess yeah, it like, awesome. security is like pulling them out if they're... Um, Disruptive. Yeah, if they're screaming. They bring this doctor, this psychologist oh, on the psychologist. stage. And he is the first one of the first things he says is that Todd is creating a pleasant atmosphere. <sighs> but has this guy heard Todd play the drums at every fucking moment? He says Todd is the atmosphere man. Yeah, he's creating a pleasant atmosphere. He's just nice to be around. I can't take this man seriously because while he's talking in the background behind him, there's like TVs that are circling the um, stage. And mm-hmm. all the TVs have um, the, the video that they just had of Sarah Marie's friends at the strip club. Mm-hmm. So behind him, and it's all the TVs, there's like 20 TVs that are just circling behind him that just have that image of the girls from the strip club in the background yeah. while he's talking. <laughs> so what are you going to look at? Fucking 700 TVs with six beautiful women on it yeah or this old guy talking about how todd is creating a pleasant atmosphere <laughs> are you watching the show are you hearing the drum and then he goes blair is like my wife and then he goes <laughs> he's like the baby brother but much like a baby brother he can be very annoying and then gretel's like how annoying is your wife yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah gretel's like so how irritating is your wife <laughs> Bla- um, That's so gretel funny. Gretel also says that Peter has Catholic boarding school syndrome. <laughs> She's right. I think that instead of listening to these so-called experts, we should just listen to Gretel's opinions on the housemates. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, these are like yeah, it's he's a psychologist. He's like the head uh, psychologist at some university. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And I don't trust his opinion because he's very take wrong. Take his license away. When they cross back to the house, though, Blair does another how you doing, and it is getting better. It's getting markedly better. <laughs> it is getting better, but why is he still doing it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> Gretel is handed a card, and then she straight up gets into it. There's no suspense whatsoever. One of my no. biggest memories of Big Brother is how she's like, it's time to go, and then waits, and then says the name. But she's just straight into it. Yeah. She's just like, Andy, it's time to go. Yeah, yeah, she says the name first before she even yeah. says it's time to go. She's like, Andy, time to go. Yep. No, sorry, I paused there. There wasn't even a pause. Andy, it's time no. to go. Andy, it's time to go. And then Big Brother does the countdown from 20, which I miss, because they don't do that in the later seasons. They yeah. just kind of let him go. I will say that Andy is dressed the best out of any of them for yeah. eviction. <laughs> Sarah yeah. and Gordon, they just look normal. She's wearing like a uh, corset, um, mm-hmm. just leopard print underwear, basically. Yep. Tights, giant heels, a feather boa. 
Yeah. And Kat is. Yes, she looks very cute. I will say that. And look, if you're going to go, why not go out with a bang? That's right. Well, she intends to. <laughs> she tried to go out with five bangs but left with zero. <laughs> um, so they usher her out the garden door and straight well, onto the back and of the golf cart. Car- ben and Gordon carry her out across the, gra- across the grass. <laughs> they, put her, they put her up on her their shoulders because she's got these giant heels on. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah, that's the way to go. And then they get ushered. She gets ushered into the back of the golf cart. Yeah, and then driven to the amphitheater. Yeah, and the producer is like clearly asking her questions, and she's talking, but they just cut out on that because she's talking <laughs> yeah. too long. Yeah, she's like talking about. Well, it sounds like she's talking to herself because we don't hear the producers; we just hear her answering. And then it just they just cut out to a break or whatever because she's just talking. Too yeah, Gretel meets her as they pull up and walks in with her, and then Gretel stacks it. Yeah, but recovers very well. Yeah, and then she 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 says like, "Dominate trips or something like that." Like, yeah, to Andy. <laughs> very funny. Wasted joke. Wasted joke on an Andy because I think Andy's so overwhelmed she's not thinking anything. Yeah, Andy was like, "No, I didn't trip you." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she's waving, blah, 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 sits down. And then we find out the percentage of votes that everyone got. Andy got 44% of the votes. Yeah. Andy got the 44 and then Sam Marie got 40, which means mm-hmm. Gordon only got 16%. Yep. 16. We, is... you and I clearly didn't vote enough when we were kids. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. If our parents had let us spend a little bit more money on these voting lines, maybe the Andy result would have been different. Maybe would have been saved. <laughs> then they show Andy who nominated her. Yeah, and she wasn't expecting because yeah. her people that were close to her, like Johnny and um, Todd, they nominated her. Yeah, she did not even think that there would be a possibility that they nominated her, especially because as soon as the nominations were announced, they were straight into hugging her and being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this." Yeah, would you want to know who nominated you? Oh, I don't. I wouldn't want everyone watching me while I watched it back. <laughs> but again, like in the first week, I don't think it would hurt as much because the yeah. the reasons were so stupid. Like it was just yeah. Well, Johnny's would have hurt, I think, because he said because she's so different. Yeah, especially if you were so like snugly and close with them, and then they come out yeah. and they're like, yeah, no. I don't think I would want to know because I would feel like an idiot in front of everyone for trusting someone or feeling like I'd connected with someone who didn't want me around. I would feel yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. That made me feel very bad about myself. Then they bring Andy's weird husband over. Yeah, they bring a simp of a husband over. <laughs> Their love makes me feel so yucky. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't say it any other way. It just makes me feel yucky. He's just so, like, it's just, like, so obvious that the, like, voyeur, like, he has, like, a voyeur fetish. Because he's just like, I mm-hmm. love watching Andy. I love watching Andy. I love watching Andy. And then she's um, like, I was giving him a show. And he was like, oh, were you? Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, wow. It's like, fuck, yeah. please just leave us out of this. Kick him back off the couch, Gretel. Get him back over yeah. there. Get him out of here. And then he, at one point, he's like, we only need each other. And then, like, pretty much immediately after, she's like, I could fall in love with Gordon. Yeah. 
I did feel like they said they had a real um of Andy being bossy because Gretel's like, yeah. oh, you think you're a bossy person? Like, you're so bossy, blah, 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 blah. And then they show this reel of Andy being bossy. It's less than 10 seconds long. It's just She's like, not even being bossy. No. It's just like three different instances where she's like, tells someone to do something. And then they're just, they're so stuck on like, like, Andy, like, how do you feel? Are you normally a bossy person? Like, is it because you're a dominatrix that you're so bossy? What the Mm -hmm. hell are you talking about? Whenever Andy is talking about the housemates or whatever, or Gordon or the guys, did you, were you watching her husband's face? I was trying not to look at him. Oh my (laughs) God. He had the most, I don't know, sad look on his face. Like a kicked puppy. Yes, exactly. Like, it feels like he's saying that he likes that Andy's doing all this stuff um, to kind of will it to be true, to will that he does like it. Yeah. And then they give her a Sony Supercam Digital 8 and a PlayStation 2 as a consolation prize. Pretty good. Pretty good prize pack. not bad. And then what I found funny is that the best dressed person throughout the whole series and stuff gets a plasma TV and a CD player. And the plasma TV is worth 14 grand. Oh my God. And plasma already now is outdated, but back then it was like top of the line. How many fires did plasma TVs cause? (laughs) More than 14 grand worth. They ask Andy who she hopes or who she thinks will win. And she says she doesn't know, but she hopes um, Gordon will win because he's really smart and so he'll do something good with the money um Mm. and also just quickly um on her profile we forgot to mention it last week um on her profile under what she would do if she won the money is that she would just get plastic surgery for what she's already got those boobs she's already got like i don't know what she would get well we're never gonna know because she didn't win the money no she didn't she hocked that um video camera (laughs) and Gretel makes a point to say like oh you're going to be able to film each other or film yourselves in high definition high definition yeah (laughs) Gretel please so the whole live eviction show ends with for some reason Denny Hines performing live yep and then she calls Andy up and grinds on Andy's husband well he's grinding on her like yeah he's like grabbing her and like he's really getting into it Andy is um, in the background getting danced on by the two background dancers. Yeah. I just kept looking. I looked at the time stamp. I don't know how many times during this performance to be how long <laughs> is there left. Because I didn't want to yeah. just not watch it. But I didn't want to yeah. be watching it. <laughs> I kept looking at the time being like, okay, there's only like a minute left of this. Oh, okay, there's only 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Just got to... <laughs> I will admit to you, I skipped 15 seconds every so often just to see if it was still fucking going. Because I also was like, I didn't like the song. I didn't like what was happening on stage. It made me very uncomfortable. When she said Denny, for a second I was like, oh, because I thought it was Denny Minogue. Oh. It was Denny Hines. Yeah, it was Denny Hines. It would no be interesting to Denny, see but... who's, um, who comes back next time. Who comes next time to perform. Yeah. Will they keep up the live performance? yeah so that's that's the eviction that was our first eviction yeah it was like it was way quicker than I thought it would be yeah yeah mine too it I have like 
hardly any notes. I thought the eviction would give me two or three pages of notes. It gave me one and a half. Yeah, I guess they didn't really have much footage, and they did say, Gretel did say, like, when she got um, Andy on the couch, that this episode was PG, so there was yes. not a lot of stuff that Andy did in they the house that they could actually discuss, but she'll be on next week's episode of Uncut. Uh, Uncut. I think that's probably another reason why Andy was kicked out so early is because a lot of what she did and what made her interesting couldn't be shown on the daily shows and a lot of people only watch the daily shows. Yeah. So that's all they could go on. Yeah. And as we will find out when we get to watch the Saturday episode where they spoke to the public, Australia is just a little bit misogynistic. Yep. (laughs) So you got that to look forward to. That'll be the next episode, Uncut and The Daily Show. Or the Saturday show, sorry. So I guess that's it from us. Yeah, that's it for today, First Eviction. Pretty exciting. I did accidentally spoil it for myself because I didn't know who the first person was to be evicted. I couldn't remember. But then when I was uh, Googling and clicking around, I accidentally <laughs> saw that, that she was the first one kicked out. And then I've been really careful since then to yeah, not Yeah, I'm trying at... not to spoil it because I want to go by my memory, not... Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. So that's all from us. That's all from us today. Big Brother will get back to you. <laughs> Just trying out a new sign-off. I don't know if it's going to work. No, that was, that was cute. I should be Big Brother. 